Welcome to today's Fresh Manner, the making of a man of God, Ephesians 4, 11 to 12. And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us, some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, and pastors, shepherds of his flock and teachers. His intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, the church. Let us make man. The personal approach of God in making humanity as described in Genesis 1, 26, compared to the let there be light used in creating other creations, speaks of God's investment and consideration in creating us. The man was generally made before any man of God was made. When God said, let us make man, it shows the importance of man to the work of God, who was to be God's representative, clothed with authority and rule as visible head and monarch of the world. What is the making of a man of God then? All believers, therefore, are sent as representatives, ambassadors and preachers of the gospel, but a few were selected to carry the mantle of office of the elect. This is the man of God. If God made you, he had a purpose and a working mind in making you. Man of God, this is, a bandi- this is bandied so much today, and one would almost want to ask which God, especially in the light of the carry-ons and behaviors of the so-called man of God. God, by his supreme power, gave specific gifts to men to function in areas to best carry out both kingdom and earthly assignment for God's glory. This is what is generally called, generally called the fivefold ministry. Apostle, which is a visionary st- strategist who governs with long sight and leads on mission. A prophet is a spiritual advisor who guides with foresight and speaks from visions. An evangelist is the one who proclaims the gospel and gathers and commissions the unbelievers. A pastor oversees the human resources, acts as a counselor, compassionately guides and cares for the flock while a teacher is a logical thinker or implementer who insightfully and passionately grounds, equips, and impacts the flocks. The gifts and ministry of the Holy Spirit work in manifold ways and are not limited to one approach. The Bible talks about the seven spirits, yet refers to the same spirit manifesting his completeness in different ways. Some are open to revelation, but not learning or teaching. The humble is open to learning, education, and revelation. We see Jesus in, in Matthew 4:19 as the one making the man of God by his saying, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. They left everything to follow Jesus, to do what he called and commissioned them to do, disregarding everything they previously held there. Who is making man of God today? What man of God are you? The one dancing to his tune and temple, or the one following the master? By their fruit you shall know them, declares Matthew 7, 16. But do we recognize a man of God by their actions and fruits? The Bible tells us how a man of God can conform to the image of God and help others identify them. Some of the traits of man of God include faith, a consistent relationship with God, patience and temperance, the fruit of the Spirit, among other things. But how much of these do we see in today's definition of man of God? Today's man of God is reducing in everything godly and increasing in everything worldly and materialistic. They've become merchants of goods, 
the good, the gospel, without the authentic Messiah, lining their pockets to the detriment of filling the kingdom. Compare today's man of God to the man portrayed in Luke 2.52, saying, Jesus increased in wisdom, in broad and full understanding, and in stature, and years, and in favor with God and man. Be sure that the man of God does not mislead and misdirect you. Check the spirit and make sure he's truly a man of God. Prayer, Lord, help me recognize a true man of God and not fall into the hands of charlatans in Jesus' name. Amen. A message from our sponsor, Compassion Care. This is a Bible-based counseling and therapy for women, families, children, and teens. For those hurting and needing confidential and compassionate ears, virtual shoulders to lean on, and gentle hands for guidance. At Compassion Care, we recognize that a burden shared is a burden halved. Get in touch if you're hurting on CompassionCaring at Outlook.com. CompassionCaring at Outlook.com or on 07459 or on Skype on Compassion Care. Shalom.